Hello, my name is Alec J. Wolf, and I am your Campaign Crusades Dungeon Master. Before we begin our episode tonight, I would like to acknowledge my presence in our videos and podcasts in a personal light. For those of you watching or listening to the first two episodes closely, you may have noticed very frequent vocal and motor tics that I have performed throughout each episode. I have Tourette's Syndrome. It is something I have had and have lived with for most of my life, and have tried to use as an obstacle to overcome, not as a barrier. But over the past two weeks, seeing myself so presently ticking in front of the public on the internet, it has created a concern and insecurity that I have never felt before. In response to this feeling, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to come to you directly and let you hear what I deal with directly from my mouth. I want to acknowledge my players and friends as well. They have been amazing, a wonderful, supportive community as we have embarked on this project and have made me feel that sharing this with all of you, whether you're watching from home or on the go, is that much easier. So thank you to all of my friends for the support I have received, and thank you all at home for listening. Now please enjoy tonight's episode of Campaign Crusades. Hello, and welcome back to Campaign Crusades, The Race for Riverin. I'm Alec J. Wolf, your Dungeon Master, and I'm here, as always, with my Crusaders. We've got Andrew Hickman. Hello. Brian Thomas. Hey. Clara Coppoletta. That's me. Emily Kreider. Hello. <laughs> Jake Baker. Hey. Joe Thomas. That's me. <laughs> and Morgan LeFay. What's up? To give you a recap of where we left off last time, our heroes, or rather a motley crew more than heroes, are now approaching the town, or rather the city, of Fallon after a, an interesting skirmish with a bunch of scrappers on the Fallon farm road. They had just left Ballara, where they all met for the first time, discovering some interesting information left behind by a woman named Rhea Burke, who happens to be one of our party's mothers. They are all chasing the same thing, turning the tower back on that runs Fallon. Hopefully they can succeed. Who knows? But here we go as we get back into the race for Riverin. So we return now to the race for Riverin, where on the edges of the Fallon Farm Road, having just approached the city right before sunset, our heroes finally spot the city ahead. It is a large tiered city with two different levels, almost like stone mesas jutting out of a mountain. There are large staircases going up into the city from the farm lines around it, and then there are large staircases that also go up into the second tier. There's also large towers that are home to elevators for those who can't use the stairs. As our heroes approach the city, they make it to the bottom of one of these staircases. You all walk up the staircase, and you make it into the city of Fallon, the city of stone. What are you up to? Um... Uh, I mean, the first thing on my list is to go to the tea shop that was mentioned in the letter. 
but we'd also probably want to find a place to stay because I'm assuming that we'll want to spend at least one night. Yeah, it's night or it's evening right now, right? It looks yeah. like sunset's going to start in about 20 minutes, give or take. I see in your document there's like several neighborhoods. Uh, which neighborhood would we be in right now? The neighborhood you guys are in at the moment is, uh, oop, I am too far on the, down on the document. The neighborhood you guys are in at the moment, as you approach that staircase, you approach the easternmost staircase. So you are on the eastern side of Grand Fallon. You want to head towards the tea shop. Uh, that being said, you haven't discussed what tea shop you guys are looking for yet. Um, was um, the name in the letter? Let me look back at that letter. I think there was this, there's somebody named there. Hmm. Everything just has to be more difficult, doesn't it? Vansom is the last name. Have I, Adira, been to Fallon enough times before to know if there is a... Because I, Emily, can see that there's a tea shop, but I'm not about to metagame. <laughs> um, I'm going to say roll a luck check for me to figure that out. Uh, that's a 10. <laughs> On a 10, you've been to Fallon enough times that you would know it. But right now, you can't think of any. So it's like slipping your mind, but you don't realize it's slipping your mind. Mm -hmm. I would like history checks from Lily, Bo, Lola, and Kai. What was it? History. History. Oh, that's good. Well, I don't think it's going to be mine. I got a, I got a, I got a oh, 16. Well, I got a natural 20, so. I got a 14. Hey. Okay. I got a 9. <laughs> the So I'm going to say just Kai and Lily. Kai and Lily, the two of you know that tea shops are more of a, a farm town thing, like a small town thing for towns on the outskirts of big cities. So they're not really as common in big cities, but there are usually one, two, or three that you could find. Uh, so you know there's probably only one or two, Lily, that it could be. On that Nat 20 Kai, you know that there's really only one tea shop of any significance mm -hmm. that probably would have lasted this long, if at all, uh, from the time when the letter seemed to be written to now which is, it uh, seems to be about as old as Lily is, although you don't know exactly how old Lily is. Um, so, you know the tea shop that is probably referring to is a tea shop called the Third Spoke Tea Shop. It is okay. in Grand Fallon, but it is on the other side of the city, or of the neighborhood, and it's a pretty long walk. So you guys will probably get there probably in like 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Um from where you are now but by the time you get there and are done there's no way you're going to be able to do anything uh, if you're trying to move to another location or not as long as 
uh, unless it's within the city. So that's probably your last stop before sunset, before trying to find somewhere to stay. Okay. Well, um, I'll definitely, you know, tell the group. Um, I've, I've had my, you know, my, my fair share of tea. And I, I think um, there's only really one place that it can be. Um, and that is definitely the third spoke tea shop. Um, I know it's a little bit of a walk, but that that has to be the one um, that they're talking about in this letter. Do we really want to do that tonight? I'm kind of exhausted. I mean, if everyone else wants to. I know this is really urgent, but I know you got your face beaten in with a wrench a little bit, and I don't, I don't want you to overexert yourself. Um, we can at least maybe have a small conversation and and see if there is anything there, because I'm still highly doubtful that there's really going to be anything, um, and we can have a long. A larger conversation with him tomorrow if we need to. A little reminder to you all, it is sunset, and the only person who has eaten since, like, midday is Coco, who had an apple during the fight. So, uh, yes. everyone else probably is feeling some degree of hunger, so at least it's good you, that your destination is a place with food. You might want to think about food while you're in the city. Oof. All of a sudden, my stomach just grumbled. <laughs> Did you hear that bow? It was kind of loud. I look. It was pretty loud. I look at Kai, reach into my diaper, and throw salt at Lola's face. Lola's face? No. Considering, considering you are not looking at. Considering you're not looking directly at Lola, you're looking at Kai, I need you to roll an, a sleight of hand check in order to get Lola's face. Even if I'm sitting on her shoulder? Yes. Why? Because I feel like it. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> That's a 19 plus 6, so 25. You throw it so well it gets <laughs> caught in her hair. Lola, you now have salt in your hair. Okay, what? All right. Ooh. Okay. That's what's a very good faint. It looks like we're going to be heading off to a restaurant. Yes, sir. I, I would de definitely like to get some food, and then maybe we can get some tea afterward. I think that would make a lot of sense. I'm gonna jump from Coco or from Lola's shoulder to Kai's shoulder and pat him on the head. Oh my gosh, I have I have the <laughs> I I don't understand many words, but I understand food. Not that I My shoulders so like tense a little Bo, bit. It seems very clear. <laughs> Bo, it seems very clear to you that uh, Kai is in a much better mood, having successfully summoned his echo, uh, which he has not previously been able to do. I'm gonna kind of start like grooming his hair a little bit. Not okay, that this I. Is uh, little we, weird. Where's coming from? 
What was coming from uh, Adira? Uh, I was going to say, not that I think anyone really wants my opinion, but um, if I have a say in anything, I think we should find some place to stay the night. Um, it's, you know, it's going to get darker and it's going to be worse, I think, trying to find a place later in the evening than if we were to do so now. That's a very good idea. See if uh, there's any places along the way. Any places to eat. Cool, so where are you all headed then? Where? So, um, Bo and I have definitely previously stayed in Fallon. Where did we stay? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it depends. Probably a diversity of locations. Um, okay. You are in, um, you are in, um, the, heading in the general direction of, um, you are heading in the general direction of the tea shop, but you know that the nearest inexpensive state uh lodging to you right now is a little uh, slightly in the other direction it is a lodge called the hummingbird lodge it is nice and it's inexpensive uh it was once more expensive it was a cornerstone of the neighborhood but unfortunately in recent years like everything it's gone downhill um but it is a pretty nice place even if it is known as being a hookup for intermarital affairs, secret intermarital affairs, which is a reputation Bro. it does have. <laughs> Can I help you? Thank you. Um, is that's, the how it keep, that's how it makes enough money to still stay nice. Yeah. Nice. It can only stay as nice as it does because it makes its money that way, and you know that you've seen it firsthand when you stay there. <laughs> Oof. Not like seen it firsthand, but seen, <laughs> seen like people meeting in the lobby mm-hmm. firsthand. <laughs> Yeah, we just get the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Is the Hummingbird Lounge uh, could be a nice place to stay? It's not that expensive. It's a little off course, but I like hummingbirds. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, and I have stayed there uh, before. Lola, Lily, uh, you guys have any? preference uh just somewhere that won't eat all of our money yeah it sounds about good to me yeah it should work won't do that um yeah let's let's go do that let's just get this room does the Hummingbird Lounge have food there? <laughs> Just want to clarify Hummingbird Lodge. Uh, it doesn't really have... It used to have like a breakfast, but it doesn't really anymore. But you do know it is... If I am correct, uh, I'm going to double check. It is quite close to um, one of the farmer's markets in the area. Um, so you could stop at the farmer's market and get some food okay um 
There is a farmer. If you want to, if you want to walk a little further, if you want to walk a little further, you can find um, you can find uh, restaurants as well. There is a restaurant kind of near you that um, there is a restaurant kind of near you just over in the next neighborhood in Farmer's End that has um, that has some pretty good food as well. Uh, it serves gourmet reveries food, which is, although it's a fancy restaurant, you've only eaten there once. You can alternatively stop in like a little mom and pop shop on the street that are usually not labeled on the map. I, I say we go to the farmer's market um, and just go pick up some food there and then uh, get a room at Tommy Bird Lodge. Um, eat and refresh ourselves and then go uh, find this tea shop, the um, the third spoke tea shop, that one. Um, get, you did get a nat 20, so I want to give you one other option for your lodging uh, on the basis that you had a nat 20. It is a lot closer to, it is a further walk from where you are now, but it is a lot closer to uh, the third spoke tea shop. So you don't have to walk a lot tomorrow, as much tomorrow. Uh, it is called the Umber Lodge. It is in <clears throat> Stoneside, the neighborhood on the west side of the city. And why am I mentioning this? You know the owner, or not the owner, you know the concierge. The concierge happens to be a friend of yours named Mads Halter, who told you about, Lil oh, who told you about Rhea Burke in the first place. Um, I don't want to drag out this scene any longer, but, um, I, I just remembered of another lodge that is, um, much closer to the tea shop, if you guys would like to go there, too. Um, it's, it's also really nice. Um, but I, I think we oh should definitely God. make a decision, um, uh, because our, our daylight so is fading. <laughs> you guys are driving me nuts. If we're so desperate to go to the tea shop tonight, let's make our way to the tea shop. If we see any food on the way, we stop. You say there's a lodge over there. Great, we'll stay there. I'm I'm done standing around. And I'm just agree. gonna start. I'm just gonna start walking. <laughs> I agree. I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna jump and follow her. So you guys start walking along. You start heading towards the tea shop. As you're walking, it dawns on the vast majority of you that a tea shop isn't just tea. There's going to be food there as well, like sandwiches and actual dinner items. Tea shop's just a name. And you guys spend about. 45 minutes, 50 minutes walking there until you finally make it to the front door of the tea shop. And you enter the tea shop, and it is this nice, small, like, shop. It's got, like, wallpapered green walls, uh, enough seating around it. There's a counter on the far end where you see um, a young man cleaning a bunch of co uh, coffee mugs. Yeah. I'm gonna hop right up to him and stare at him in his face. <laughs> The man's going to look down at you, look up at the group, look down at you and go, all right, animals are not allowed in the shop. Somebody's got to take care of this thing. That's not an animal. That's Coco. Well, I'm going to glare gonna at up. him. I'm going to run up and grab Coco. Come on, Coco. You've got, you got to get off the counter. <laughs> and the guy looks at, um, the guy looks at Adira because you spoke to and goes, 
Look, not my rule. Not my rule. But animals aren't allowed in the shot. What's your name? Tyree. He looks at you kind of confused, like that question was very out of the blue type of look. I'm gonna look at Lily and whisper, Was that the name in the letter? <clears throat> what was the name in the letter? It's, um... His, his last name is Vanson. Do you know Vanson? Vanson or Vansum? Uh, There's a difference. <laughs> Hold on. Because Vanson Van works over at the shipping. Uh, Vanson works over at the shipping. Uh, Vansum with an with an M at the end and. Vansum. Good, because you see, I always get Vanson and Vansum confused. Vanson, my roommate, he works over at the shipping company. Vansum is my boss, Aldre. Aldre is not here at the moment. He doesn't come back from a business trip until tomorrow around midday. Perfect. We'll be back tomorrow around midday. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he just looks at uh, you confused. Or at least I start to walk out, unless anyone stops me for food, which you totally can. I do gonna, not, like, in Lima, what? just... And then walk with her. We, we can still get, like, right. food here. And it's near enough to the inn that... Uh, could we possibly have a table? Uh, We've had a long day. You look like you're going to need at least two. But sure. Pick a yeah. seat. There's only one like occupied seat table already with like a couple at it. So all the other tables are free right now. And he goes, take your pick. Uh, I guess we can kind of... Maybe use these two and just kind of push them together. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll help push the tables together. So you you push two tables together and make enough room for uh, six uh, six plus a lemur. Um, and the guy comes over. Tyree comes over and goes, uh, "Right, he has some menus. Uh, just order whatever you want." And you notice that the uh, menu is just randomly named sandwiches like you've got like a sandwich named like the gear and then you've got another sandwich that's called like the leaf and then another one that has like a really long name that's like the we paid two cents to get the sandwich name but we couldn't get it so this is what we're calling it instead and then you have some sandwich names that are a little more clever like you've got like the fallon special you've got uh the right from dahlia but the sandwiches, it's like a list of like 14 different sandwiches, and they're all just random names. And he goes, I'll give you a minute, figure out what you want to order, order and then I'll come back. Uh, and he walks off. I'm just going to point to a random sandwich on the menu and just kind of mutter, uh, is this sandwich was named after me? <laughs> it was. Oh, really? Oh, oh, did you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you guys look at the wow. menu and you see a sandwich named the Sly Silver. How how did that come um, to be? It's it's a long story, but I it's just um, it's Sly uh, Silver because I am uh, very smart and I've got the, the silver hair. So you're really smart. Anyway, um, I think I'm gonna order the leaf. I want. <laughs> I want a, I want a, 
I want a deception check. Uh, and I also want a uh, an insight check from Bo. Okay. Specifically Bo. Uh, this is not opposed, as by the Kai way. Is saying, These are not opposed. It's a 21. I have expertise not. Um, deception. Oh, that's cocked. Oh, uh, that's a 10. <clears throat> Y'all get the sense that you're not sure what exactly Kai's plan was here mentioning that. Um, you get the feeling there's something amiss, but you're not sure what. Bo, with that 21, you know for a fact that there is no way any any sandwich shop you've ever been inside would have ever named a sandwich after Kai. <laughs> and that that is complete malarkey. I just like, laugh. That is and, not true at all. I just laugh and look at the menu see what's on it. Cool. The person comes I'm back. I'm gonna pick up a menu and look at it too. <laughs> uh, the person comes back and says, "Right, we got uh, every kind of sandwich you want. We got the ones that are on the menu. We got a bunch of others as well. Uh, you give us a name, and I'm sure we could turn it into a sandwich you like. That's our specialty here." And he looks over at you guys and goes, "All right, who's ordering first? Give me a challenge. Name a random name. Make up a sandwich, and I'll make it into something amazing for you." I look him dead in the eyes and go, <laughs> "All right." The <laughs> That's one for you. And he keeps rolling. He looks over at the next I person. keep looking at the menu and like looking at him like, what? And then I start chewing on the menu. He takes the menu right out of your hands and goes, nope, not food. And puts it on the table behind him and looks over at Kai and goes, right, your turn. What are you getting? Uh, this Sly Silver because it was named after me. Really? You know Aldre? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. You don't look like Aldre's grandmother. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh. And he goes, well, there could be two Sly Silvers. There could be two Sly Silvers. Okay. Anyway, what about you? And he looks right at deer and goes, what would you like to get? I'll get the lily. All right, the lily. Good choice. Um, I'm trying to he earn looks over at Lily and goes, what do you mom. want? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at Lily and goes, what do you want to get? Can I have a peanut butter jelly sandwich? All right, peanut butter sandwich. And he looks over at Bo. How about for you? Uh, you got something called a rock stone slab? That sounds like a sandwich. <laughs> the yes. rock stone slab. All right. And I'm including that little hesitation in there because it's going to make it even extra special. And he looks right. over at Ren and goes, what about you? What would you like, kid? Um, I actually also want a peanut butter sandwich, please. All right, peanut butter sandwich. And last but not least, what would you like, you lovely uh, ma'am over here? You know, if, if you have anything, like some vegetables or something, I'll, I'll take that. Vegetables? All right. I can get you some vegetables. Yeah. Cool. And he um, goes into the back, and you guys wait about 10 minutes, and he comes back with all your sandwiches. 
immediately when you guys take your first bites, every single sandwich is totally wrong. The peanut butter sandwiches are not peanut butter sandwiches. They're like some chicken sandwich with like focaccia and like cheddar cheese. <laughs> every sandwich is like, like they're fine sandwiches, but they're not at all <laughs> what you ordered. Lily, I'm going to make you, uh, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. You notice it just before you bite into it. Can I ask, since I asked for a sandwich that had the name of a flower, does my sandwich happen to be vegetarian? No, your sandwich is literally flatbread, a turkey slab, flatbread. Nothing but turkey slab. It is the driest thing. Amazing. I was going to switch my mom if mine was vegetarian. Uh, you just the sandwich put in front of Coco is... The, the sandwich put in front of Coco is lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and uh, arugula. So it is vegetarian. I'm going to pick up one of the tomatoes and throw it at the guy. He goes, well, you don't have to be so cross with me. I just made what y'all ordered. And before you guys can say anything, he walks back because he's like, he seems upset. Oh. First thing I do is look at Kai. You guys do whatever you need to with the sandwiches. First thing I do is look at Kai and say, so you're a liar. I, I just got uh, a little oh. uh, mixed up. What's the name of the, oh, the sandwich? It was a different tea shop, but it was the same sandwich, and it was it was named after me. So. I don't know if I can believe you now. I don't know if I can believe you ever again. You've lost my trust entirely. <laughs> I'm gonna walk across the table and take Bo's sandwich and go back to my seat. Bo's sandwich. <laughs> and start eating it. I'm just gonna. <laughs> Bo's sandwich. I take a uh, cocoa sandwich. I'm just gonna like pick up the bread. Oh my god. Of my sandwich, like, just ignore the chicken and just pick the bread. <laughs> I'm gonna look at my plate of vegetables. Hopefully, he brought out vegetables. Yeah, he brought out, like, the plate of vegetables is vegetables, but it's not like he brought out, like, carrot sticks or anything. No, he brought out, like, the leaves that come on uh he brought the leaves that come on like carrots and come on um uh the tops of vegetables well this isn't even edible or i'd offer it to you i'll take the chicken from my mom's plate and give her like half of my bread you. <laughs> what's on my not... sandwich now i'm curious <laughs> Your sandwich is, no. uh, your sandwich was the most complex name there is. Your sandwich is literally just a peanut butter sandwich. I'm going to sniff it and hand it to Ren. Heck yeah. There's like a little lemur bite taken out of it, but like, That's other fine. than that. I'm going to offer Coco. That's how Ren eats most of, her, uh, most of his food anyway. And Ren, that's how you eat most of your food anyway, with a tiny lemur bite taken out of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you guys enjoy like, you your food, okay. or try to. <laughs> well, it looks like my... Well, uh, sorry, was, were you no. going to say something? This, this is a restaurant, they should be... You know, they shouldn't be this bad. I mean, I asked for vegetables, and I got this, and I pick it up and just... 
dust my plate with leaves. I'm gonna go get this um, settled Lola, for us. This isn't right. Lola Lily Adira. And and actually anyone who wants to make an insight check for me. Nope. Coco, this is probably not the kind of thing you pay attention to, but you can make one if you would like to. I regret Ooh, trying. I got, 21. I got a 15. <laughs> me too. A seven. I got a nat 1. I got a 7 so, too. Who, who got a 15 or above? <laughs> Coco. <laughs> uh, Coco... You, not sure what, but you do notice that this is the only person working, it seems. Or, not the only person working, you can't process that, but you notice it's the only person wearing that, uh, wearing what the, what the guy's wearing. L uh, Lily, you put two and two together, realize this guy's the only one who's working tonight, and clearly your guy's, like, aggression coming in, and this guy, and, like, the whole, the whole exchange with every, LA thing, and the fact that the way... That it was just like, what's your name? Like, good, we'll be back tomorrow. That kind of aggression kind of put off the guy. What? You get the sense this guy might have purposely made your sandwiches incorrectly. That this isn't the standard of the restaurant. That these are the only sandwiches on the menu. That what he said, make up stuff. That was not true at all. That's, that's rude. What is he doing right now? Just curious. <laughs> right now he's uh, back to polishing coffee mugs. Is he facing us or is he facing away from us? He's facing you guys. I'm going to stare him dead in the eye and shove the plate into my diaper. <laughs> he shakes his head and goes, I am not pilking, picking that out of there. <laughs> so you guys eventually finish your sad attempts at dinner. And you guys head out towards the hotel. And you make it to the Umber Lodge. Ooh. And you arrive in the Umber Lodge... Uh, about 30 minutes later, it is a halfway across the neighborhood of Stoneside, not too far. I was wrong. It's more like 20 minutes. When you guys walk in, Bo and Kai, you immediately see Mads working behind the counter. He looks up and goes, Bo, Kai, how are you doing? And he gives you a smile. Uh, just coming through, uh, looking for a couple rooms to stay in. How are you doing? <clears throat> I'm doing all right. I mean, I've been stuck working here since school closed, but I've been doing what I can. Uh, hopefully something will happen soon and this will all go away. But I'm doing okay. Yeah, we can only so You need a few rooms, right? You look like you're a large party. You picked up some stragglers along the way? One or two. <laughs> or... Or four, counting and five. Goes five. Yeah, well. All right, I can get you three rooms. Uh, normally, our rooms cost about eighty a night, but I can give you a friends and family discount. We can make it a uh, fifty-nine nine. You know that the way fifty-nine nine translates, it's fifty-nine gold pieces and nine uh, silver, which is a pretty solid discount. <laughs> nine silver being that ten silver equals one gold. Uh, that's greatly appreciated. That's, that's, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, that's per room. I can't give you, um, I can't give you it total because I would get fired. But I can give you it. Oh, yeah, no, that's totally understandable. Alright. And as you take out the money to pay, um, um, pay. whoever's paying, 
he shuffles in the back and he pulls out these three brass keys that are they look like they look like those old-fashioned keys that are like the rod and then like the lock piece that's like a square thing and then it's like there's an engraved or it's like the thing the the head of the key is engraved so it looks like it's like wrought iron fencing but it's not and the engraving like the wrought iron but instead it's brass says 203 on one of them it says 303 on another and it says 306 on a third and he's like all right three rooms uh 59 each cool who's paying um Kai and I. Cool. So you guys each take fifty nine nine off your um, off your total. Um, Oh man. Or you can take sixty and then, or you could take sixty off your totals and then add a silver. Uh, Up to you. Um, And you uh, are given these keys. Is anybody doing anything before heading up to your room and going to sleep? Um, are there brochures on the desk? There are brochures of the general area on the desk. I'm gonna pick up one and read it. <clears throat> he looks down at Coco and looks up at Yubo and goes, Smart monkey. Yeah, that's. I look part up of at him and smile room. and then go back um, to it's, reading. It's actually a, a lemur. He said. And her name. Small lemur. Her name is Coco, so. Smart Coco. I let out like a little, like a little chirp. Uh, yeah, Kai, you were in the same class. You studied echomancy with Mads. You know, Mads is a positive, outgoing person. He likes to look at the positives in people. So you guys head to uh, your rooms. Uh, I'm assuming you're separated by party. You have Bo and Kai, you have Lily and Adira, and then you have uh, mm-hmm. Lola and Fam. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is anybody doing anything in their rooms with their uh, roommates before I'm going to go night? over to Lola's room, knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> I'm going to run to the door and, like, scratch at it. <laughs> Cover, don't scratch up the door. We're gonna have to pay for that. Here, go, go hang out with Rin. It's um, Lily. Who is it? Um, yeah, just just one moment. I'm gonna put a little overcoat on and go open up the door. Yeah. Um. Hey, uh, just, is everything all like right? Earlier today, there was, I was, um, I feel like you were trying to tell me something. Uh, I, I was, uh, distracted with, um, Adira. Oh no, yeah, that's totally understandable. Um, you, you, do you want to come in for a yeah. minute, or is, is yeah, in her room? I mean, she, in your room by herself? She's just getting ready to go to sleep. It's fine. I'm in the room, like. I'm gonna run up to Lily and like I'm hug in her leg. I'm in the room alone, like sitting on the bed, staring at the wall, just panicking internally and just like, oh my god, I'm so dead. I'm so <laughs> Do I see an open door besides ours, or are all of them closed? Uh, you're not on the same floor. You 
three no? are in okay. a family-based room, so you're on you're the one the, you're the room on the second floor. Everyone else is on the third floor. Oh, okay, hello. then I'm just hugging um, Lily's legs, staring up at her. Sorry about that. She she can get a little attached. Um, how about this? Let's let's go on the on the wall for a quick. Uh, Ran, are you are you alright? Hold on to Coco here for a minute. Yeah, I'm trying to organize my spells right now. It's hard work. Oh yeah, of He's course it is. He's not organizing his spells. <laughs> He's just throwing oh things around. It's chaos. <laughs> You've been in the room for all of 10 minutes. You've been in the room for all of 10 minutes, and Lola, it already looks like a total mess. Um, yeah, we, I... You know that most children are not neat, but Lola, you probably have the messiest son in the history of sons. Uh, I'll take a walk. Yes. <laughs> Alright, well, like, I'm gonna... Out of this mess. I'm gonna reach down and scoop Coco up and go set Coco ah! on Rin's shoulder. Say, all right, now hang on. I'm out. gonna reach into running? my diaper and pull out the plate and like reflect the light on it. Like, see, look what I have. Look at that. That is lovely. We're gonna, you know what? How about you sit here with Ram for a little bit and figure out maybe if if you want that to mean something. And I'm gonna turn to uh, Lily and say, you know how uh, how Coco. She uh, she'll like throw some salt yeah. or something every so often. She she's got items that she uses to communicate with us because you know she's a little verbally challenged. Um, but I it mean, works with our family, so if it works, you know. Well, um, how about that walk? Let's let's head out. Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna start showing Ren my plate. <laughs> so you start showing Ren your plate. Ren's got a mess of things everywhere, and we're gonna follow Lola and Lily as they walk down the hallway. Uh. So. So um yeah. So. The it was so weird. What happened um. And I, you're the only other parent here, so I figured I should probably ask you about it. But have you ever had a moment, and I, I don't know if you've often encountered, you know, things like people attacking you out of nowhere, but have you ever encountered something where one of your kids got hurt and you just completely lost yourself trying to get to them? Like, I um. When I when I saw Ren got hurt, I I couldn't control myself. I I there was only one thing I felt like I could do, and it was help Ren. Like that that was the only thing on my mind. There was nothing else, and I've never felt anything like that before. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, there was um a time. At this point, I think two years ago, when uh, I was camping with Indira, and she got attacked, and we were kind of in the middle of nowhere, mm -hmm. so there wasn't exactly anyone who could help, and I had to take her back to uh, town, and I guess it's no secret now that the, the thing that 
attacked her was a were raven and um i wasn't able to i wasn't able to get her back in time to i guess reverse the mm -hmm. bite so it ended up turning her into a uh another were raven um i don't know that i like lost control or, or anything but i was like i was out definitely terrified yeah You know, sometimes it just, it feels like I've lost a sense of free will. You know, this is all I'm dedicating my life to right now. I, I think I understand a loss of free will. I think that's kind of the terms and conditions of being a mother. Yeah. You know, it's less about your needs and yourself and more about your children they seem wonderful oh yeah they are they are and I, I would do anything for them I just I don't know what I would do without them you know I I get that do you do you ever have like problems where like you know you try to do the right thing and they don't listen oh yeah of course all the time but how how do you how do you fix that when they just can't see what they did wrong well I try to look at it from their perspective. I mean, our kids, they have, they're growing up in a different world in a different way than we grew up. Um, although I don't really remember how I grew up. Um, but they don't, they're experiencing things for the first time. They're, they're learning as they go and it's a big scary world out there. So I try to see it from Ren and Coco's perspective before I say anything. <sighs> that that makes sense. Are you trying to figure out what to do with Adira? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I might have messed up. Well, you're not the only one. What? You're not the only one. To mess up ever and I mean we're not perfect you know you know I had her uh, when I was 16 wow that's that's young what that's young yeah I, I thought it was kind of hiding it a little mm. bit but I guess she found out. Yeah. So, and I, I don't mean to be overstepping, but where's where's her father in all this? Um, it's very complicated. There never really was a father. Um, I guess since, uh, we're sharing stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she, I, at some point there, there was... Um, 
a deity, uh, that kind of, uh, I guess I had a liking towards me and I ended up with a child. Um, so there's not really a father. That's understandable. I, I don't know either Ren or Coco's fathers. What? Can you repeat? I, I don't know either Ren or Coco's fathers, so it's understandable. Yeah, how did you... Is How, how did you happen upon them? Um, well, Ren... Ren kind of found me, actually. Um, it was several years ago. Um, I don't... I don't really remember... I don't remember what happened before. But I was there in the junkyard and Ren and I we ran into each other and we were a team and we found Coco and became a family. That's that's odd. <laughs> yeah, I don't um I don't really um before before I met Ren I um I'm sorry, I, I have a bit of a headache now. Um, I don't I don't really remember anything, to be honest, before I met Ren. Can you repeat? I, I, I have got a bit of a headache right now, I'm sorry, but um, I, I actually don't remember anything from before I met Ren, if I'm being entirely honest with you. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, well, maybe you should go to... To, to bed if you have a headache, you know? Yeah, you know, I think... Day. Yeah, it's been a long day. Uh, I'm sure my room is... Our room is absolutely a little bit of a mess right now, so I'm probably going to do a little <laughs> bit of cleaning. You've got to, I'm sure, have a conversation with Adira, so I'm, I'm going to head back. Yeah, I guess we're both waiting for our own messes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. All right, well, you guys have a good okay. night. We'll see you all in the morning. You too, I hope you feel better tomorrow. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. And Team Mom, having become Team Mom for the first time, uh, departs for their individual rooms. We're gonna cut over to Bo and Kai. Are you two doing anything? Um... Yes, um... I'll just, after, you know, getting situated, I'm just going to go over to Kai and, uh, uh, so, uh, how, how did it feel for the, the uh, first time? It was, it was amazing. I, I've never done anything like that before. And it was like, I don't know, there's a whole nother me. It, Right there, and it was, it was incredible. Looked 
How's your face? Oh, um, it's hurts, but it, it'll be fine. Hopefully, not, it's not too bad. Mm -hmm. I've experienced worse. But, uh, yeah, yeah your, your echo looked exactly like you. Maybe a couple stray hairs, but that's pretty good for a first time. Hmm. <laughs> and when he says that, I'm going to make another echo and try to fix it. <laughs> this like, echo is not um, as pristine as the one you cast earlier because this echo is a little more of like a casual casting. So it becomes, it's a little blurrier around the sides. And the features are a little less defined. Hmm. That was supposed to look a little better. Uh, can't have a perfect one every time. Just takes more practice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, when we... I'll turn the echo off. When we get back to, uh, to the school, you'll... Be top of the class. I know you will. Mm -hmm. Yes, friend. Friend, we get back to this school. Yeah, that's, um, there's nothing to worry. I'm sure this fan or some guy is. I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, hopefully that that other guy working at the tea shop did not give me a lot of um, confidence in in them. So. I'm a little nervous for tomorrow, but I hope we can. I, I hope we learn something really good because it's it's about time we actually learn something about this. Um, you you said uh, you you said that that sandwich was named after you. Yeah, that was that was a, a mistake. I was talking about a different tea shop. Uh, um, Let's let's be honest here. We all we both know that you weren't. So why were you saying that in front of them? I, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. I'm just curious. I don't know. It just it just kind of came out of my mouth. I don't know why it's such a big deal to everyone. No, it's not a big deal. I'm just curious. I mean, it's just a sentence. Right. That's all. all right, I, I won't. I won't push the. I won't push the topic. And, uh, uh, shoot, I had a. I had a train of thought, and then it went away. Um, oh no! Every day. It's like, oh no! I remember. So as Kai sees a literal train leaving Bo's ears. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. I just need to make sure I know exactly what it says. I grab the train and put it back in your ear. Kai's just going, <clears throat> trying to stuff the train back into both ears. I, uh, I pull out that note that I got um, from that uh, guy, we or that lady we fought and knocked unconscious that has the uh, address on it. And uh, I show it to Kai. Um, you know, those people that jumped us earlier, uh, one of them had this on them. I don't, I don't know where this leads. It's somewhere in the city, but uh, it has a name on it, Alasia. I don't know who that is. I don't know if that name rings a bell to you. That name does not ring a bell to me. Correct. 
There is no uh, reason it rings a bell to you. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, that name is not really doing anything for me. Um. I'm sure maybe <clears throat> one day we should definitely go go and um track down these people, but. Uh, right now, I want to focus on the tea shop. Yeah, yeah. I just just anything we can do. Wanted to check with you to get the tower. Mm -hmm. Another day. Yeah, just yeah. We, yes, another day. Um, and we'll we'll kick some butt. Um, if you got to excuse me, I am really tired, and I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Manifesting well, so all those echoes actually bed. made me really tired. The two of you go to bed. We're going to cut over now. Lily, you return to your room where you see Adira sitting. I'm assuming still sitting on the bed. Uh, Adira, are you doing anything when you hit the I door think open? at this point I've like gotten ready for bed. And I, I pulled out the journal that I brought along with me. And I'm writing like, I better really enjoy this trip. Because I think once I get home, I'm grounded for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so at the rate you're going in this journal you just started it like literally uh, on this trip at the rate you're going you're gonna need to buy a new journal within the next like two days I write like I'm running out of time <laughs> yes uh, and Lily as you walk in on our resident Alexander Hamilton uh, what do you do uh Today was quite the day. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you feel about the idea that there's things we didn't know about Grandma? Uh. Surprised, uh, intrigued. I mean, I obviously never knew her like you did. So for me, it's almost like, hey, here's more information about grandma rather than, hey, I didn't know this about my mother. You know? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about learning this stuff about your mom I'll believe it when I see it I guess I feel like I knew her so well I don't feel like there's things that she would have kept from me I'm sorry that I snuck along but I... I appreciate that. Um, I should also apologize. I thought I was doing the right thing, trying to have you stay home. Um, uh, last night... You mentioned a number. Yeah. Uh, 
I guess the salts out of the lemur's diaper. Uh, <laughs> I, I laugh. Yeah. This time I like Adira laughs, <laughs> even if she tries not to. She can't help it. Lily, this is the biggest smile you've uh, seen on Adira's face in a while. <laughs> um. I was 16 when I had you, 29 now, uh, I didn't really know if I wanted you to know that, it's awful young and Uh, I wanted you to have a more picturesque version of your mom. Mom, if there's anything picturesque about my life, it's you. I only brought it up because I was mad and, and hurt because <laughs> I'm gonna hug her <laughs> uh, I'll hug my mom back <laughs> uh, I just for two people who are entirely polar opposites one who is all pastel the other who is all like black clothing you share a very wholesome hug <laughs> I just I I didn't want to be left behind because I know it's probably safer for me at home, but you're all, all that I have well, and you're all that I know. And I, 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 I needed to be with you. Besides, those two guys are, are worthless in combat. Did you see them? The one got knocked out halfway through the other one was trying to make a duplicate of himself mom lola is amazing and can hold her own but she's got two kids to take care of and that leaves you with two dumbasses. so i gotta be here i guess we're really holding this group together well <laughs> let's let's make a deal that we do this trip together i listen to you you listen to me. She's right. And, uh... She's absolutely right. Nothing she said was wrong. If we find some more stuff about, um, uh, your grandma, that's cool. If we turn on the tower, even better. But we do it together. I like that idea. Yeah. We do it together. And okay. so you two share this incredibly wholesome moment. Uh, this incredibly wholesome conversation. As uh, you do, uh, Emily makes enemies with every single player along the way, <laughs> having just insulted almost everyone. I complimented Lola. <laughs> she's great, but she's got two kids. That's she fair. can't take care That's of Lily. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we're going to end the night 
with one lasting memory. Lola, you walk back into your room, and there is one thought that crosses your mind, which is, if you don't get this mess that your kids made cleaned up right now, you are paying double tomorrow when you check out. And with that, Lily, Adira, Bo, Kai, Ren, Coco all go to sleep. Lola is left to clean the entire room for a few hours before finally going to sleep herself. And everyone may hours? take a long rest. <laughs> yes, hours. It is a lemur and a 12-year-old boy. Yes, hours. <laughs> Wait, do I get a long rest? I like, I like to think that Ren just fell asleep, like, using his notes as a phone call. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Coco's curled up with her hand. jug. There is a smudge on um, one of the spells in your notes. Um, so, from now on, you don't have a spell that says... Uh, burning hands you have burning <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> no, <to> burn. <laughs> and you all can take a long <laughs> you all can take a long rest the next morning most of you wake up pretty bright and early it has been a short night for most of you given the fact that you have some stuff to do today um right off the bat i need adira and Bo to both make uh d20 rolls for oh me. <laughs> for a second i was like wait why what better this time you no, guys no. oh my god we're, we're just good tell me if you did pass i wake up before you don't need my to tell mom. me the number you guys just need to tell me pass or fail pass i don't like that i don't like that i fail I got a three! Emily? <laughs> Emily? This is your second sleep of the campaign. You have failed two for two. both times. I don't know. The dice won it. The dice have spoken. So, the dice proclaim chaos. Now I have to pull up the one thing I didn't think I would need pulled I'm sorry. up. Which... Listen, now, next time, if you have it pulled up, I won't I... fail. So pull it up next time. And then, then you won't need it. Next time I'm going to have it pulled up from the start. Next time I'm going to have it pulled up from the start. Because God knows that you are apparently incapable of not having a restful, of not having a restless sleep. It's just... It's just the, the way. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to roll... I'm, this is the way. This I'm going to roll a uh, D100. Okay. What disaster has befallen me this time? Um, you wake up this morning uh, just like a 30 seconds before your mother. And you see sparks flying from you through the air. As they fly through the air... You see a spark fly up and go straight down and hit you and seem to be absorbed into you. Another spark, like, fly everywhere. One hits the TV, one hits the bathroom door. One hits Lola in the forehead and absorbs into her head. Lola, you immediately wake up with a jolt. Lily. Uh, having felt that. And you see the sparks continuing to... F uh, Lily, yes, Lily. Lily, you hit... It hits Lily, you in the head, and absorbs into you. You wake up with a jolt. You see sparks flying. <clears throat> And it's not seeming to stop at the moment. Uh, Mom? Um, I'm going to say because it is the because it is the early morning and you are experienced with your uh, 
daughter in this specific moment uh, because you are right here to already handle it you can do the channel you you can use your channel divinity to to subdue this effect without uh using uh the use of it without expending your use of it oh okay i'll just use my magic and get rid of it it's fine it's so, fine it's fine it's you fine. use the magic and the sparks subside uh make an arcana check for me okay 16 so uh you kind of feel the effects of the sparks uh the spark you can tell one hit you you feel the effects of the spark that hit you um kind of start to settle into you um and as you do so i need to take out a bunch of dice turns out there is rolling involved in this one if i damage my as mother you do so, a bunch of dice um i don't like that uh -huh. <laughs> Calm you, down that bunch of dice. You have this feeling that whatever this magic was, you you feel like you're not, you don't drink, but like you feel like even if you had any alcohol, <gasps> for the next 18 days, the effects just would not impact you. Oh. And like at all. Like you cannot physically get inebriated whatsoever from alcohol for the next 18 As days. As if she even drinks. Um, awesome. <laughs> Poor and even though she's 13 and definitely not drinking, you know you can sense that this is the same thing for your daughter. Even though she's 13 and not drinking. I feel kind of good. It seems like this time it was actually more helpful than it was less helpful. Maybe you should have had the sparks keep going until you saw the rest of the group or something. Well, this was better well, than... Well, no. Only for us. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's go see what the rest of the group are up to. So, um, um yeah, I'll, I'll, you get all my stuff. wind up meeting. Go. <laughs> you all wind up meeting in the lobby that morning. Uh, Lola, you're able to wake up and then wake up your, uh, kids to. Uh, five more minutes. Did I, I wake get up, up before Lola? Uh, but not really. They're probably, they probably are both. Coco's already probably wide awake. Lola, or uh, Ren probably. Can gets I have up, gone like, through the drawers? Gets up as soon as you wake up. You what? Can I go through the sure. drawers in the room? Yeah, <laughs> this is a hotel room, so they're almost entirely empty. You do find one book in a, the night table drawer, and it is the Tome of Seism. Uh, I'll the, shove it in like, my diaper. It is the holy book of the religion of Seism. You now have the Tome of Seism, the most popular language around the world, and also one of the most uh, controversial languages around the world, shoved into your diaper. Um, <laughs> Can I check the bathroom, too? <laughs> yeah. The bathroom is empty except for uh, the toilet paper roll that is on the paper holder is there any like towels uh there are towels uh, like on that like shelf thing in the shower i'm gonna steal a towel cool steal a towel shove it in my diaper all right um you uh that's in all. your diaper and lola you wake up bo kai you wake up 
And you all meet in the lobby. Um, you are, it is like, the sun has just risen. It is rising in the morning sky. What are you all up to at this point? Uh, the worker last night said that, um, our man probably wouldn't be back until the afternoon. About midday. Um, do we think we're going to need to stay another night at all? Because, um, I'm going to be broke if, uh, we do that. Depends if we can get the right information, I guess. Kai, give me a history check. Okay. Oh, this one is not as good. Um, this is a 10. You do know one place you all can make some money if need be. I know I know a place um, that we can make some money um, if we need to... <laughs> You know um, exactly it's, it's where place. it is. Okay. Um, yeah, there's um, a place where you can go and uh, you basically help out deliver packages. Um, and yeah, it's it's a um, postal type service place. Um, Bo and I uh, did that once and it was, it was a good time. How much um, did you get paid? How much did we get paid, Alec? Uh, you guys get paid... I don't know if I ever gave you the correct number, but you guys got paid a total of... For that specific delivery, you guys got paid about 100 gold each. What? Um, We both got paid about uh, 100 gold each. Well... <clears throat> but that well, is also yeah, partly so, because I mean, you, guys were doing a, you guys were doing a long trip. Partly. Yeah. We you did a really long like, trip, though. But, like, not that... Like, you guys did, like, a long trip as in, like, uh, a, uh, like a rural surrounding of Fallon. If you had gone all the way across the country, probably would have been, like, 400 gold. Ooh. Something in the city is probably, like, 50 gold per package. We do... Oh, uh, yeah, so you could probably... <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, we do also have... A lemur with a magic diaper. Set up a stand. Charge people to see the magic lemur. I love that. <laughs> I think that's a there very good my idea. Nose and it. <laughs> see, look at that. That's just amazing right magic. there, right? <laughs> we get Ren to, to do, do some sparky sparks. I'll, I'll, I'll play some tunes and we'll make some money. I can play mom's flute. I have, or my, you know, my mom. I can play her flute. Do you I have know it. any songs by Fallout Boy? No. Uh, Tabaxi Riot. Uh, I know this one. I don't play like a like a flute thing, but it's like very bad. It's like hot cross buns, but it's like squeaky. <laughs> So it's not really ha cross buns so much as it is ha cross buns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
I jump up to Lily's shoulder and <laughs> take it and look no, at her please. in her eyes. I, I need that. Uh, you... This is the first time when you take an item, Coco, that you see a look of almost desperation in the person's eyes. Like, this is... Like, this equals important. Like, your jug, almost. That... That's, that's my, my mother's... I kind of like slip that. it into her overalls, like next to the strap, like away from her face. Coco, okay. remember we don't steal from people. We only steal from certain people. Hey, that's an even better idea. We so just Coco send, takes the... send Coco to steal money from people. I don't like that Coco... idea. I think that's crossing Coco the takes line. The, um, Coco takes the flute and puts it in the non-existent overalls of holding. That aren't actually overalls of holding. <laughs> As you guys are debating I'll move this. them into a pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, I mean, if we have... I guess we could... Uh, I mean, I really want to do what we're here to do and go to the tea shop. Um, and then if we have to stay longer... Then we'll figure that out. But I'm okay just kind of hanging in the in the tea shop until um, uh, he gets back. Is there like a continental breakfast at this restaurant or at this hotel or? <laughs> no, it's um, with the tower shutting down and the depression having hit. People can't afford the to pay for the food that they would require to that would be required. They would be required to buy to uh, have a continental breakfast. Is there any food in the lobby, like, at all? No. We can get some okay. breakfast while we wait. We do not need to do that at the tea shop. I'm going to look up at Lola with a little twinkle in my eye. <laughs> Reach into my anyone diaper. Here, <laughs> anyone anyone here who is... <laughs> it's one of those slow standoffs where Lola's like, Coco, no. And Coco's just slowly... <laughs> Taking out a handful of salt and slowly raising it. <laughs> put that down and we'll get breakfast. If you put that down, put it back. We'll get food. Put it back in my diaper. But I have my eye on you. Um, why, don't, why don't we go check out... You guys hear a voice from behind the counter go, You know... You guys hear a voice from behind you go, You know, if you need a good breakfast recommendation, I got one for you. I hop up, and is there a bell on the desk? There is. <laughs> I start hitting it. <laughs> you just hear, ding, 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 and immediately, <laughs> immediately, <laughs> immediately, you see Mads, he was behind the counter again, swipe this bell and chuck it behind the curtain into the back room. And you guys just hear, ding, I'm going to jump bang. after it. <laughs> you just hear that, ding, I'm going to jump bang, after it. <laughs> Um, can I try and jump after it? You can. You have to make an acrobatics check. Opposed. I'm not going to tell you but. why it's opposed. Alright. <laughs> you done it. 23. Um, you jump after it, and you make it over the desk, the counter, no problem. But Mad sweeps in front of the curtain and immediately is able to block you from getting in. And Mads looks over at 
Maz looks over at Kai and Bo and goes, I'm talking about the place where I met you guys and told you about uh, Miss Rhea. I'm, you, you're the one who told them? Uh, yeah. I'm going to um... pull out my bell and start hitting him in the shin with it. <clears throat> I have a friend, um, a classmate of ours, actually, who uh, was studying the tower and um, the history of the tower and came across uh, some information about a descendant of one of the engineers. Did, couldn't find out which engineer, but all they knew is the name Rhea Burke was involved. So, uh, I thought I would tell, uh, the gang. As he's saying this, I've pulled out my bell and I'm hitting him in the shin with it. <laughs> he looks over at you, uh, he, he looks over at you, um, uh, Lola, and having remembering what, uh, the, the night before goes... Ma'am, please control your cocoa or we're going to have a problem in here. Because this is painful and I have a weak shin. Get, get back over here, Coco. If you want food, you got to stop doing that. Come here. I have a trick. I look at him, hit him in the foot one more time, and then I jump back to my mom. He looks at you and goes, thank God. I have a trick knee. If he got there, that would have been a huge problem. I appreciate it, I just kind of look back at him and smile. <laughs> and he goes, I appreciate it, ma'am. So sorry about that. She's just getting a little hangry. Uh, we should probably get heading out right now. Who was this friend of yours that was doing the research? Uh, oh. I'm asking the concierge. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. We had a we have a friend from we have a friend from uh school. He uh, I believe he studied Lunamancy. Might have been Echomancy. I don't know. You would know if he was in your class. Uh, no, he wasn't Echomancy. That's mine. That was what I did. He might have studied chronomancy with you, Bo. You might know if he did or not. Named Visal after um, the god of the Aloha Olo uh, pantheon. He was doing all that research. Uh, he's still in VL, but yeah, he <clears throat> doing the research. He found nothing useful. It was all just the history of the tower before it shut down. And then there yeah, was we met that one statement. You did? You met Visal? Yeah, yeah. Um, Ren Coco and I, back when we were in uh, yeah, we were we had a brief conversation. That's how we ended up with this group of people. Huh. Small world. Yeah. Nice guy. Runs his mouth I pull sometimes. out my purple hourglass and shove it in Lola's face. And all right. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, uh, Ren. Here is uh, twenty-five gold. Um. Don't spend it all in one place. I know you need spell components. All right. Make make sure you spend it wisely, and don't you don't have to spend all of it. All right. Ren, that is five times the amount you have. That is five times the amount you've ever received before. I think there's a moment where Ren's not quite sure what to do with it. <laughs> I'm gonna take one of the gold. More than usual, because we're in some unusual circumstances right now. All right. Okay. And you've don't got. Don't spend it all in one place. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you should Do... like and repeat that on like a mantra. <laughs> Dude. That's so, so cute. You guys said you were going to deliver the packaging to that place so we can make money. Well, I... uh, we we already did that um, another day. It was it was like a suggestion of where you could go if you wanted to get some money. Um, do you, 
do want someone to watch over Ren. Um, the city can be kind of dangerous. You don't really know what can come out of the corner or that, you know? Uh, Lola, make it, Lola, make an insight check. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, no. Kyle, this man I just met. Um, I got a ten. No, 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 no. My mod's not a plus four. It's plus two. I got an eight. Oof. You get the feeling. <laughs> you get the feeling. There's something deterring Kai from the storage <laughs> or the shipping facility, but it's not like. It's like more like a personal thing. Something's just deterring Kai, but you're not sure what it is. But, well, I mean, if you've got a problem uh, with going there, I, almost, I gotta make money so I can get food and things for my kids. So, if you wanna, you know what, you can hang out with Ren and Coco for the, Coco, here, I'll pop over. And uh, here, uh, here, take, uh, take 15 well, is, gold. This is happening. <laughs> and I'll go make us some money so that we can uh, maybe stay another night, get some food, something. Yeah, I will. Fi- well, I will this be, uh, from... You have a um, you have a brief image of Doris pop into your head. Um, <laughs> the woman from the shipping facility who uh, Kai accidentally crossed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll cool. Come along with you. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be glad from... to watch your oh, kids. All right, and take that so single. Kai... Uh, if Coco gets home, you know, uh, just a snack or something, be fine. It'll be great. It'll be all right. We'll be back later. Cool. So Kai's gonna go with Ren and Coco. Um, Lola and Bo are going in another direction. Adira and Lily, what are you up? To? What are you two doing? Where are you going? Um, are we all gonna meet back up to go to the tea shop, or is that something that you just want us to do? Should we all just well, uh, plan can... to meet at the tea shop at, like, one? Yeah, it looks like we'll probably have enough time to get everything we need done. <laughs> okay. Up around one. Um... Unless you want to come with us, and then we can, uh, Adira, you can join Rand and Coco and Kai. What do you think, Mom? What do you want to do? Um... I kind of think it would be best if we make sure to get some extra money. Uh, they hire a 13 More hands, more money. <laughs> I'm sure you're capable enough. I don't know. Do we know anything about the labor law here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tiana, what are the labor laws in Fallon? <laughs> <laughs> So, according to uh, Child Labor Code 1-6A, no. Um, so, there are some kind of strict <laughs> child labor laws, but um, <clears throat> delivering a package as long as there is parent accompaniment, like doing one-off package shipments, as long as there's parent accompaniment, is usually okay, as long as like a pa- the parent signs a permission waiver, uh, and the parent is the one who receives the funds, not the child. The parent has to sign a liability waiver. Can I? Can I pull <laughs> yeah, Lily aside quick? Just be like, mom. Oh. So yeah. I I I wanna I wanna make money with you because we need money. 
but I also don't I mean, know how reliable know. Kai, Ren, and Coco are as a group. I mean, Kai isn't exactly the most, you know, adult figure. Not at and, you know, all. He's talking about danger in the city. Like, I feel like they might meet me. What, what do you think? You're welcome to go um, either way. It might just, I don't know, uh, it might just be you following me around uh, if you were to come with us. Alright, then I'll go with Kai and Ren and Coco. Take, um, just like, like, ten gold, just in case you see something nice that you want to get since we're not home. Okay, thanks mom. A souvenir? Souvenir keychain. I'll go over and say, Ren, let's go get you some, some, some spell components, huh? Yeah. He's excited. All right, and you really two groups head your separate ways as you leave the uh, the lodge. or And as you leave the lodge and head off to do your morning routines or activities, we're going to take a break. Hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying episode three of Race Forever In. Now, I don't know about you, but one of my favorite parts of D&D is character creation. I love figuring out my character's personality, the way they move, the way they act, how they interact with other players, and of course, the way they look. That is why this week's non-sponsored shout out goes to our incredible character illustrator, Callie L, otherwise known as Bubbly Ernie on Instagram. Uh, Callie is an aspiring artist, a student illustrator, and just overall a wonderful person. Uh, she really took the time to chat with each of us players to figure out what we wanted in our characters, listen to our feedback, and was able to take the materials that we gave her, which a lot of the time is just descriptions of what we're visualizing, and bring our characters to life in just absolutely wonderful, beautiful ways. Uh, if you check out her Instagram, again, that's at Bubbly Ernie, uh, you can find links to her website, her portfolio, her other social medias, uh, and on her Instagram and her other platforms, you will see all of the incredible artwork she has created. She is insanely talented. Um, go give her some love because we are very appreciative of everything that she's done for us and for bringing our characters to life. That is this week's non-sponsored shout out. Now back to the episode. All right, so we are back. We're gonna get started <sighs> with the group who is off uh, adventuring for spell components. Kai, uh, Ren, Coco, Adira, you all head off uh, looking for spell components for uh, Ren. Where are you headed? Uh, are you looking for something specific or just kind of in general looking for random stuff? Um, well, yeah, I'm always looking for random stuff. Um, I just looked through my spell components and honestly, I'd, not a lot of them require components. There are only two that I thought I might need. Um, but that being said, I would assume you have a lot of components in your bag anyway, just in case, because your bag is a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are cool. lodestones? I need two of them for my mending cantrip. Um, they are like these small stones that are... Hard to explain. They're like I think they're pretty smooth. Do I have um, those? 
Would I have You finished? don't at the moment. Okay, then I'm um, going to acquire some of those. Cool. Kai, can you please give me an uh, a history check? Okay, um, stop asking me to do those because they're getting worse and worse. This one is a seven. <laughs> you don't know where to get good items for uh, spell casting, but you do know that the Copper Spring Market has ice cream. Ice cream. The, um, I know you guys can get some ice cream if you want some ice cream. Um, maybe uh, they have some lodestones, maybe... They also serve as toppings. I don't. Um, uh, the way you guys are looking at me, I, I don't really think that that's a thing. So, um, yeah, just. Um, I, look I mean, at I it, like ice cream. Do you I want just kind of look up at Adira, like, help. <laughs> I always want Adira, ice cream. I give, I give Coco. Okay, sure, yeah, we'll. Like, I feel you. <laughs> I'm gonna jump up on her shoulder and just kind of like, like perch there. Like scratch behind like, Coco's I'm your backup. Ear. Can you? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Like, cool. So you guys kind of head off towards the Copper Spring Market. You make it to this market. It's kind of large. It is the. <clears throat> it is the premier market of the area. Um. There's four different ice cream stands uh, at station at the north, south, east, and west points of the market. There's a lot of fruits and veggies. There is a small section that's like um, an antiques and magic section. Um, and you guys arrive on the east side, or the west, rather, side of the market. Um, uh, we're going to get some ice cream. I'm going to get some ice cream. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy everyone who wants ice cream ice cream. What kind of ice cream do they have? Uh, they have a lot of ice cream. Um, I'll go up to the vendor. The guy uh, who's so the vendor at the west, um, the the vendor at the west ice cream uh, location, or the south one is the nearest one to you. The vendor at the south ice cream location is a uh, an old large man named Oli. Uh, you only know this because he gave you ice cream last time you were here, Kai. Uh, and it also says it on his name tag. Uh, he goes, well, look at menu. Uh, we have chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, raspberry, rocky road, moose tracks. And he just keeps going down the list, down the list. Cookie dough, mint chocolate chip. And he okay, just keeps we got going it. We got and going. It. Soft we, we got chocolate, it. We're good. soft We're good. vanilla, soft twist, hard twist, kitchen sink. Kitchen, uh, wait, did you just say kitchen sink? <clears throat> yes. Uh, yes, kitchen sink. We have uh, uh, Dottie and Jerry's uh, famous for all, from all the way out in VL. Um, and he just keeps listing ice cream flavors. What What sounds good to... Uh, for those of you watching at home, the Dottie and Jerry's brand is akin to Ben and Jerry's in um, the real world. Yeah, sure. What sounds good to, to you guys? Um... Oh, God. I just really want some vanilla. Vanilla is my favorite flavor. We got hard vanilla, soft vanilla, medium vanilla. Okay, okay. Do not get the medium vanilla. It is all soupy. I guess soft vanilla. The one is ice like cream soft from the machine. <laughs> and it comes out in a swirl, and the other one is like roll 
Oh, so you want the hard one? I don't like that one as much. Yeah. I want the hard one. Yeah. I, I patiently explain the difference. Puts it on a cone. Uh, I'll take uh, cookie dough. What did you do today? <laughs> I'm, I'm so the... he sticks out a cone with hard vanilla. <laughs> he, he, uh, which is more of a French vanilla, but it's the same thing, really. He takes a scoop of cookie dough, puts it on a cone, and hands it out to you. And he looks at uh, Coco and goes, "We have a, uh, we have animal-friendly uh, soft vanilla, animal-friendly hard vanilla, animal-friendly medium vanilla." Animal friendly, not vanilla, which it's not vanilla, but it's not any other flavor. I do not know what it is. I just get it from the supplier. Don't and get he just that keeps one. going. <laughs> I'm blankly staring at him, and I just kind of like reach into my diaper and pull out like part of the towel and just kind of like pet it <laughs> and then shove it back in my diaper and stare uh, at him. And he looks at you, and it, he looks at you, and before anyone can say anything, he looks at you and goes, I see. Soft vanilla. And he makes a cup of soft vanilla and holds it out for Coco. I kind of back up a little bit and, like, look at Adira, like... And he goes, that is what you asked for, no? I have lemur at home. This is what lemur like. Is that what you were asking for, Coco? She'll she'll take it. I'll take the, 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 the ice cream. Uh... <laughs> If any adults, if any adults other than Kai were here, this would probably be a much weirder exchange. <laughs> it's only because it's kids and Kai and, and Coco that it's normal. <laughs> and he looks at you, Kai, and goes, "Now, what do you like? I've seen you before. You've got Napolitan, and he pronounces Neapolitan really wrong." <laughs> um. And that's not even what you got last time you were here. That's not even what you got. <laughs> I'll just say, um, you got it, and um, I'll I'll do another one of those, please. <clears throat> right. He takes a scoop and just scoops three random flavors and puts them on. <laughs> so it's like one rocky road, one mint chocolate chip, and like one like cinnamon swirl. And they're not even real, like, Neapolitan flavors. And he shoves the cone in your face and goes, here you go. Why are all the food and beverage uh, uh, thank in you. city so I mean, he didn't weird. say which Neapolitan. That is... Maybe the, the food smells. That is 11 mess with gold. Uh, oh, uh, yes, I got it you. It is 11 gold. Uh, four four for each cone and uh, three for a monkey. Uh, I'll pay it. Money. Cool, so you pay the 11 gold. And you leave the ice cream stand. You guys walk like down that strip uh, as you are having your ice cream, and you enter the magic section. Ren, I need you to make an investigation or perception (gasps) check, your choice, to look at the ice creams available to you. Wait, ice creams? Not ice creams. Yes, you're getting more (laughs) ice cream. No, magic. uh, The magic stuff available to you. You said investigation or perception? Yeah. Okay. Uh, definitely investigation. <gasps> Ooh, 18. Um, so you're walking around, 
you do find a stand that has magic items and you find like boxes small boxes that have like two lodestones each that are like five dollars a box and you also find another stand that has a bunch of magic items on it and one of them is uh one of these magic item stands is um it says on it uh there's a little shelf thing that has a bunch of that has a bunch of mysteriously wrapped uh scrolls and it says uh spells uh it says spells three for twenty uh three for twenty gold and it's like mystery spells. Try your luck. Three for twenty gold. Man, Lola told me. All the other spells are much more expensive and comes in like. All the other spells are much more expensive and come in like five, ten, fifteen dollar packs. I'll I'll split it uh, with you. Uh, you say that out loud and. <clears throat> or that. Well. I have the I have the gold for it. Lola gave me twenty five gold, and then I have five gold, which is my own allowance money. But I need those lodestones, and I I want new spells. I like new spells. Can I jump off of Adira's shoulder and like look at the stones? You said for two of them, what was well? Five they're in gold. these like wrapped. Yeah, they're these like wrapped boxes, so you can't really take them out because they're like wrapped in like. They're like small boxes, like this big. They're wrapped in uh, some kind of like saran wrap. I'm gonna pick one up. One of the boxes. Yeah. Oh, be careful. Um, <clears throat> the woman behind the counter looks at you and goes, "You best be careful with that. Those are ex those are expensive to acquire, and if you drop those, you're paying double." I'm gonna kind of look at it. And completely talks to Coco like Coco is a human who can understand. <laughs> I'm gonna like inspect it and then like hand it to her. She takes it and then puts it back where it was and goes, Thank you. And then I'm gonna pick up two of them and hand it to her. <laughs> <laughs> she just takes them and puts them down and okay, goes, Coco. Whose lemur is this? And I'm gonna pick up. Three of them Coco, and, and hand them please, to her. Please, Coco, please, I can't. Please, please. I'm gonna step. Is Coco still on my shoulder or did she hop off? I'm on the table. Okay. Can I, like, offer Coco my arm and say, Coco, let's go check out. There might be some, like, crystals or something over here. I don't know. I'm gonna go look. As I was, like, handing her all these with my tail, can I try and grab a box and <laughs> shove it into my diaper? Coco? You totally Coco's can. You can make a stealth check. Out of Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twenty-one. A twenty-one doesn't beat a twenty-three. You go very stealthily. Under any normal circumstance, you are able to take care of this. But this woman, before you can get it to your diaper, immediately snatches it and goes. Immediately snatches it, picks you up by the scruff, and goes, "Take the lemur now and get away from my stand." Really angry. I will grab Coco. And that was spicy. <laughs> Say, Ren, if you want to get those stones, get them now. I'm waiting outside with Coco. Um, I think I am going to buy. Do you, the the woman looks over at you and goes, "You associated with that lemur?" 
No, I've never seen that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna like, give like a little thought of like, like, like a little roll that sign to Ren. Kai's gonna roll be like, nice. a deception check. Roll a deception check, Ren. <laughs> As for what? I don't even know what a lemur is. <laughs> roll deception. No. The woman looks at you and goes The woman looks at you It's very clear she knows you're not uh, I mean you are associated with the lever But she looks at you and goes Make it quick Hi I just want to buy A box of those lodestones please And uh, These spells the, This bundle of spells right here And I'm just going to like push 25 gold all right. all of She takes the box of lodestones like. Puts them in front of you Coincidentally the very box that she had snatched out of Coco's tail, uh, puts it in front of you, grabs the spell, uh, the spell trio you pointed to, puts it in front of you and goes, 25. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> and I'm cool. So you pay for, you pay for them and you guys bolt. We're going to cross the, uh, uh, city now to the storage facility storage facility no to the shipping facility we're entering the main uh area are lily Bo, and lola <clears throat> you guys walk up to this like reception desk where there's a woman with like a very curled perm cat's eye glasses with rhinestones on them long red acrylic nails she seems to be like chewing gum or something and she's like <laughs> typing on a scrying tablet and she's typing and she has the phone to her ear and she goes, I know, I know. I told her yesterday, but did she listen to me? No. And she looks up, lowers her, lowers her glasses and spots Bo and goes, you again? Is your friend coming with you or not? Uh, not, not this time, no. Good. He was a looky-loo. He wanted to get inside the boxes. I'm not going to let him get anything from here again. Right? How can I help you? Uh, you got any, uh, deliveries that have to be? One second, one second. As, as soon as you start talking, she goes, one second, one second. And she turns to the phone and goes, all right, Donna, I'm going to have to call you back. There are some people here who probably want uh, to take care of deliveries, make some money. Uh, probably the poor people, you know what I mean? She says it under her breath, so you can all hear it. And then she goes, I'll call you back later, sweetie. I'll talk to you later. We will, uh, get coffee or something. And then, uh, we'll talk all about everything that she did okay and she goes bye-bye bye-bye and hangs up the phone looks at you and goes all right what can i do for you uh, we're uh looking to make some deliveries if you got any <clears throat> right right um let, give me a second and she scrolls down her crying tablet and then goes right so we got three types of deliveries we got the deliveries that go across the nation those are going to be a lot more money uh, we've got the ones that go to the areas around Fallon. Or you can do ones in Fallon, but that's only like 50, 50 gold a little over. Just in Fallon. Um, yeah. All right, in Fallon. And that's just the three of you? Yep. N no snarky white-haired boys who want to look in packages? No, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Give me a second. And she types a bunch of information and she goes, all right, all right. Can I get your ID cards, please? I need everyone's ID uh, in order to let you do the deliveries. You guys all have these. These are like standard issue for all adults in uh, Riverin. These are just ways of getting paid. Um, yeah, Lola, you have one too. Um, just standard ways of getting paid. Uh, 
um, being able to identify, stuff like that. Here. Hand it over. <laughs> she takes them. She she scans them. Uh, she hands them back and goes, all right, give me a second. And she goes to the back and comes back with three packages and goes, all right, don't look inside them. Don't scratch them. Don't do anything bad to them. All you have to do is get them to this address. And she hands a piece of paper to you. Coincidentally, it is the same block as the tea shop. Maybe two two buildings over. She goes, and when you're done, when you're done, uh, we will get a notification from the person who received the package, and you will immediately get 50 transferred into your accounts. Uh, great, thank you. Great. You have any questions? Yeah, that's 50 for each of you. 50 per package. You can only do one package at a time. It is a federal rule. I don't make the rules. I am just the reception the receptionist. I will say, though, Dolan, I love your overalls. Oh, they are gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. You all have fun. Remember, it's a federal crime to look in these packages. Noted. All right. And you, and she points to Bo, don't let your friend come back here. I don't like him. He was snarking. He, he, he's not going to be any uh, trouble to you. <laughs> All right. But I can see you again. You were nice. I'll just tip my hat and walk out. She gives you she gives you a kind of uncomfortable <laughs> wink as you tip your hat. <laughs> and she goes like... And she does a thing with her mouth where like people do that when they like obviously when they go... <laughs> and then... <laughs> and you guys walk out with the packages. Wowee, it looks like you've got someone admiring you. Yeah, how about that, Bo? I just look at him like, what? And I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's a good thing these packages um, are really close to the, the tea shop. So there's kind of that awkward, like, sure, as the adults walk down the street. Um, it's Mom Squad, especially considering Bo is functionally Kai's mom at this point. I hope the... You guys, you guys are... I hope the kids are okay. What? I, I just hope the kids are okay. At that very moment... <laughs> At that very moment, Lola, you get an instinctive feeling in the back of your mind like Coco did something wrong. <laughs> like Coco may have tried to steal something or something like that. It'll be alright. I'm sure they're taking care of themselves. <laughs> yeah, they're probably having it's some like, fun. Let's just get to move on. Maybe we should hurry. <laughs> yeah. And you guys eventually all meet up around midday outside the tea shop. You've delivered your packages. You have the 50 transferred to each of your accounts. You may add 50 gold to each of your accounts. Heck yeah, I am. And the rest of you <coughs> return from the market and meet up with them. And you are back outside the third spoke tea shop, which looks a little more bustling. And as you look down at the uh, people sitting outside at the tea shop, it looks like their food orders are actually normal food orders. Looks like maybe that guy's not on duty anymore. <laughs> Well, uh, I hope he's here by now. I mean, 
We killed enough time. Let's go see. Mm-hmm. So you guys walk in, and a woman greets you in an apron and goes, Hi, welcome to Third Spoke. How can I help you? Can I get you a table or anything? Do we want a table? Um, you know, um, we're actually just, we're looking for the owner of the shop, um, at Lily, what was his name? Ah, yeah, that would be, uh, Mr. Aldre Vansom. Yes. And you hear a voice from the back of the tea shop go, Did somebody say my name? And you see walk out of the back room of the tea shop a really short uh, man with a bald, round head, walking with a cane. He's got white hair. Essentially looks just like Danny DeVito. With I was a just going to say that. <laughs> and the guy walks up. To, the guy walks up to you guys and slowly with the cane, with a limp, and goes, "My name is Aldre Vansom." And he holds up a hand to uh, shake Bo's hand because Bo is in the front. Yeah, shake it. Uh, like closest to him because Lola was closest to the server. Shakes her hand and goes, "Right, I'm Aldre Vansom. How can I help y'all?" Um. He doesn't have a southern drawl or anything. That's just me doing a bad job at trying to get a certain rasp into his voice. Um, uh, we're here because you seem to know um, my mother. And I'll take out the note and give it to him. He, okay, he looks at it and he reads it. And I'm going to add more rasp to his voice. He reads it. Uh, and he goes, Ah, uh, yeah, I remember this girl. She was, uh... Rhea, that's been years since. Like, what has it been? Uh, 30, 40 something years? She was very lovely. Very lovely girl. You must be baby Lily! <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And he's like, last time I saw you, you weren't even one, you weren't even one year old yet. That was a long time ago. <laughs> last time I saw you. Yeah. How is your mother doing? Um... I, got some I bad appear news. behind my mother just she like when Bo away. and Kai arrived and say, Rhea's dead. <laughs> Adira! With Coco <laughs> on her shoulder eating an ice cream cone. He goes, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Uh, she was a lovely, lovely woman, came into my tea shop all the time. She was even a, res a patron here before I even, well, owned the tea shop. And, uh, she was just such a lovely person. I'm sure she did a wonderful job raising you. Thank you. Um, we're here actually because, um, I guess these, I'll point to everyone else except for me and Adira. Um, uh, they seem to have some kind of inkling that she was somehow involved in construction of the tower. And... You seem to be... I discovered this note yesterday, and you were kind of our only lead. Right. Well, I know she was very interested in learning about the tower, um, considering her mother, who she never knew, so I never knew. Her mother was a huge, huge, huge uh, proponent of the tower, but she was never involved in construct constructing it. She would have had to be really old for that to happen. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't have much information for you. I mean, I could point out that over there. And she, he points to a table and he goes, an empty table in the corner. And he goes, that was a favorite table. And that picture on the wall, and there's a picture right behind the table of Aldre and Rhea standing, smiling together. 
that picture on the wall uh, maybe could help. I mean, I'll go take a look. Something about something at her favorite table and the picture. I'll go take a look. And you go over. And I'll hold the... You get closer and closer, and you notice that Rhea is holding something in the picture. And as you get even closer, you realize she's holding baby Lily. Shoot, it's me! (laughs) Uh, I want to take out the necklace that I found yesterday with the sapphire on it. I just kind of look at it and look at the picture. You see in the picture, she's wearing it in the picture. Um, do you know anything about this... This, um, can't say I do. Uh, it looks very pretty. I know your mother used to wear it, but I can't say I know anything about it. Um, something about the table, maybe, or the wall? She always sat in this spot and points to the table. Uh, I'll go sit in this spot. Cool. You sit down in, uh, at the table. Make an investigation check for me. Okay. Uh, While he's doing that, I'm gonna go look at the as picture you as well. Kind of look at the table, study the table. Cool. You can make an investigation check uh, on the picture. <gasps> this means the baby. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> oh, six. By the way, is anyone else doing any of this as well? Um, can Kai? Oh, go ahead. If you're making an investigation check, please make a roll, and then I will one at a time go through people to tell me no, or if yes, the number and what you check the table or the picture. Um, I'm going to start with Coco. Yeah, um, I got a 12. For the table or the picture? Table. Cool. Uh, Lily, you said six? Six for table. Ren, did you do one? No. Uh, okay. 17 Adira. on the picture. Cool. Eight oh. on the picture. <coughs> Kai. 11 on the table. And Lola. 22 on the table. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so those of you looking at the picture, kind of look at the picture closely... Rhea looks very happy, genuinely happy in the picture. Baby Lily is adorable. Looks a lot. Looks very beautiful. Not like Rhea beautiful, but like a different kind. Like a little different. Like there are some similar aspects, but it looks like Rhea gets her or not Rhea. It looks like Lily gets her looks from some other source. Um, wrapped in a lovely blue bank blanket, she has the necklace on, and it has a slight glow to it. Those of you looking at the table, you don't really notice anything of significance aside from Lola. Lola, you're looking at the table, and you (laughs) knock on the table, and you hear like a hollow knocking sound on one side. And as you look under the table, you find a small latch just under the table, right below the hollow side. I'm going to get underneath there and try to undo it. As soon as you unlatch it, the a little door plops open and a and a slip of paper falls out and kind of like slides to the floor, uh, like like a few feet away from you. Hey, go pick it up and start looking at it. You look at this paper uh, and you see what can only be described um, as a birth certificate. You look at this birth certificate 
and you read it. You look at this birth certificate, and you read it, uh, and I'm pulling it up so I can give you details uh, from my end. I'm looking at it from her shoulder, like I've hopped so you up, look, and I'm you like... you reading this birth certificate. Looking at it too. <laughs> I can't read, but I'm just cool. there. It states, it's, it has this green board, it has a green border to it, it's got like the certified stamp on the bottom. It says, on the, it says certificate of birth, and under name it says Lily Ivy Burke. And then it says, was born to, and it says Rhea Adira Burke, and, and then the next line says, not applicable. It has more information on it as well, including a date of birth, uh, size, the city, which is Fallon, uh, and the specific hospital. Um, I am going to send it to you all in the important documents, or rather in the maps and images. So give me a second to pull it up and send it. As you come across Lily's birth certificate, Hey, Lily. Yeah. Um. And I, I look at the paper and look back at her, without saying anything. Just offer her the paper. Oh. Uh, <coughs> it's my birth certificate. Yeah, it was in this, in that little, is in the table. Why is it in a table? At a tea shop. That's so weird. Weird place to put that. Aldre looks at you, Lily, and at the birth certificate and goes, I have been running this tea shop almost every day for the past 30 years, and I have never seen that before. What I have no idea that clean was in Why here, would sir? she keep this here? All the time. But if there's a secret latch under my table, I wouldn't know that. Would I... Would the date stand out to me at all? No, that's your birthday. Uh, the only thing that really stands out to you is something you didn't know before, is Four Points Hospital. You knew everything else that's on here, but you did not know that was the actual hospital of your birth. Uh-huh. Coincidentally enough, it is actually only three blocks from you guys. I mean, I don't know. Do you want to go to the hospital I was born in? I mean, I mean, I mean, we don't really have any other leads right now, so. There's some, there's a couple names on here. Maybe they're still there. What's that picture you guys were looking at? And I'm gonna lean over and take a look at it. It is a uh, picture of, you see the picture of uh, Rhea and Aldre, and Rhea is holding baby Lily and she has the necklace on. It doesn't seem like there's anything beyond that. It seems like the picture was more of a memorial thing put up by Aldre than something like the birth hey, Ren. You're good at, like, magic stuff, right? Mom, yeah, a little you bit. be okay letting Ren check out Why? your necklace just to see if there's anything magic about it? I'm just curious. Sure. I'll give Ren the necklace. 
I'm gonna. Then you wanna take it? make an I'm arcana like check? Very, very genuine. You can make an arcana yeah. check. Um, and cast identify. Cool. You have identify, right? So you cast identify, and you hear, uh, and you hear a voice in your head that uh, speaks in a um, you uh, speaks in a an interesting access uh, accent, uh, and it goes, um, and it goes, uh, uh, oh, you betcha! I can definitely identify this for you, um, and um, it goes. Well, this amulet is uh, actually from a uh, uh, from part of three. It is one of three. It um, contains a shard of sapphire that um, that has traces of powerful divine magic uh, that appears that appears to give more than just simple protection. Anyone wearing this gets a plus two to their charisma, and in your head you have a moment where you're like plus two. What's that? <laughs> uh, and uh, it goes. You also have you also have advantage on any persuasion rolls you make, or win the favor, or when you're trying to win the favor of support from another creature. Uh, and that's also confusing. Roll persuasion rolls. What are what are, what is this thing talking about? But that's what you get from it. <clears throat> and then you hear the voice go, "Well, it's actually one of three parts that together make up the full sapphire." Um, there is no specific school, uh, there's no specific school involved with the magic here. It seems like it's more of an, it seems like it's more of a divine magic, actually, than anything. Okay. I'm going to con convey this information to the rest of the group. One of... Three. So you all learn the very confusing information about the plus twos <laughs> and the making rolls. I turn my head a little bit, like the full numbers. I do the same. That's what it was. <laughs> it's one of three combined make the full sapphire. Is that correct? Yeah. Wonder where the other two are. Yeah. That's not really our focus right this moment now is it i mean it's hard to say what our focus is i think maybe our best shot is to check out the hospital maybe see if ava lorden or turin shrucker are still there i was just been kind of confused a little bit and he agrees and then just bolts out of the uh the tea shop not waiting for anyone Whoa, wait, wait. And Kai, let's go. Er, Ren, go, go, let's go. I hop back on Adira's shoulder. So, um, you, yeah. so you're all kind of stuck chasing after, um, you're all stuck chasing after, uh, Bo, and you guys eventually make it to the hospital, and you arrive in the lobby of the Four Points Hospital, where as you walk up to... As you walk up to the, um, sorry, I lost my mouse again. This is not the first time this has happened here. You walk up 
to the reception desk of the hospital, and <coughs> a woman looks up at you and go. A uh, woman looks up at you and goes, "Hi, welcome to Four Points. Uh, are we visiting today? Uh, are we visiting family today? Just visiting for a general visit, or is this an emergency?" Um, yeah. Um. Uh, actually, one. Hey, Lily. Lily. Yeah. Okay. You know what uh, Rand just? And I'm I'm whispering to Lily. You know what Rand just said about some weird something about persuasion or something? Yeah. With your necklace? Yeah. No. Okay. And while this is ha while <coughs> Okay. What are you doing while they're talking? Um, well, she asked if it was an emergency or any, or like if we're visiting family, and like they, the, the adults just ran off, so Ren is left to to talk in their stead. He's like, uh, I, I, I don't think it's an emergency, but we ran here pretty yeah, quickly. Why did we uh, run here? I don't here think we're hurt. Bo. Are you visiting anyone who's here? I don't think so. Are you visiting so. anyone who's currently here? Right? Well, then I can get you a uh, visitation appointment. We only allow so many people who are not here visiting specific people at one time. So I will have to schedule you for a visitation appointment. Fortunately, we did just have a cancellation, so we can get you in about a half hour if you wait in the lobby until then. Um, my mom is over there. She needs to make um, my excuse me. Uh, is right. We can is put Ava you in Jordan as... or Turin yes, Shirker here? Um, Ava was the chief of oh, medicine. Uh, oh. she doesn't say that. She says she doesn't phrase it that way. She <laughs> says, um, we've been done with our conversation. Well, by the way, that was doctor, all little I had. It was supposed to be a quick aside. Dr. Lorden? Yeah. Cool. She says, well, Dr. Lorden's been retired for several years, uh, and Turin Shirker was the governor of the city for a while back, uh, like 20, 30, year, 30 years ago or so. I doubt either of them. Actually, I think, I think the governor, the former governor passed away. Dr. Lorden's retired and living out in, uh, God knows what country it is. I think he has a beach house out in Marturi in Marturia. Shoot. Uh, he's been living at. Can I walk up to her and like hold up the birth certificate and just be like, "Hey, I found this birth certificate hidden in a table in a tea shop in a different city than when than where I lived with my mom for the majority of my life." Um. Is there any way that you could help me figure out why that could be? Um, I can't personally, but if you are willing to wait a half hour, we have an opening that is uh, not yet closed for a general visit that we can give to you. And you can go uh, over to records. Uh, patients, former patients of the hospital are allowed to take out their own records. Maybe that could be a help? Um... I guess. Do you have... It will have the information on... It will probably have doctor's information on your birth. I think that might be helpful, I guess. 
Yeah, okay. Wonderful. Um, great. I will uh, put that appointment in. And she types a bit into her thing and she says, and the name is, and she looks at the birth certificate, types in your name, she goes, right, well, your group uh, can be admitted past these doors, and she points to a set of double doors. In one half hour, I will call you up, and you can go through, uh, if you could just wait in the lobby in the meantime. Okay. <coughs> cool. Do you guys do anything while you're waiting in the lobby? Um, uh, Kai wants to... This answer does not have to be yes. Kai just wants to pull... Yes, uh, Kai, what are you up to? Bow aside really quickly... Um, um, what was that? Why did you run out of the tea shop so fast? Um, it, it was nothing. I just want to get this, uh, I just want to find answers as fast as we can. It, it, it's, it's nothing. I mean, I, I get that, but it was, uh, it was just a little weird for you. Are you sure there's there's nothing on your mind? Oh, kind of just like rubs his chest a little bit and uh, goes and sits in a chair and doesn't say anything else. I'll just play like slaps with Adira. Who said I want to do anything with you? What the, what the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kidding. I'm sorry, I'm kidding. What are we doing? Slaps? We're playing slaps. What are we doing? <laughs> We're playing slaps. The slaps. The game oh. where you have your hands like this and then that the That seems like a game Ren would like way more than me. Away. I don't know why you pick me. <laughs> because Ren's not my child. Oh my god, I thought that was Joe. I thought that was so Joe. So you guys wait, wait half hour hold on. doing I no. wasn't looking. I was reading through the building. <laughs> I thought that was Kai. I thought Kai wanted to play with me. No, <laughs> no, Lily. Of course I'll play with you. I'm so sorry, Mom. I love you very much. Okay. I thought Kai was trying to bond with me, but I wasn't here for it. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Today's word of the day is blooper. Oh. oh. Today's word of the day is blooper. Anyway. <laughs> And then, after a half hour, the woman goes, uh, Burke party? Burke party? Uh, you may be admitted now? That's and you guys head into the it. hospital. Okay, that's us, I think. A crot... It's called... <clears throat> it's called four points because there's four points to the hospital. Making kind of like a medical cross symbol if you put it on its head. You entered from one side... You have to go to the center of the hospital and then make a left turn to go to the wing that has the, um, that has the, um, records to it. And you guys do that, and you eventually reach the record room, where there is a, a woman sitting at the counter with her feet up, leaning back in a chair, filing her nails, and she looks up and goes, Hi, uh, looking for a record? Yes, for Lily Ivy Burke is my birth certificate can i ask if you are either lily ivy burke or if you uh are the parent of lily ivy burke i am the lily ivy burke oh my god you could say great can i see your uh id please 
Here you go. <coughs> she looks at it, looks at the picture, looks at you and goes, fantastic, and hands it back. And she goes into the record shelves. She's gone for about three minutes, and then she comes back and puts a small folder. It's small because that was the only time you were ever at this hospital uh, in front of you and goes, right, uh, I must ask you do not leave the room with the, with these records, but feel free to peruse them to your heart's content. Um, and just in case, do you have any medical records for um, Rhea Burke? <coughs> Are you uh, Rhea Burke or the parent of Rhea Burke? I am the daughter of Rhea Burke. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, we are not allowed to give records to the descendants of patients. Even if she's unfortunately this deceased? This is confusing. It's confusing, but it's hospital policy. I am sorry. Okay. Uh, and you have your records. As long as you I'll stay start. within the room. I'll start perusing my records. There are seats and there are and some round tables for you to look in. Cool. Um, you can make a if you can make a uh, an investigation check for me. Okay. Is there anyone in this room with you looking at your records? Uh, These are your personal records. So how would Lily respond to that? Uh, Adira can be there if she wants I'll to. I'll be there. Cool, then a deer we can also make an investigation. That's check. good, because I got a seven. I'm not investigating. Ooh, that's a nat 20, baby. <laughs> yes, my yes. daughter coming in. Amazing. Clutch. Excellent. <laughs> Fantastic. With that nat 20... You immediately see, like, the main pages. Rhea Adira Burke gave birth to Lily Ivy Burke on the 15th of K. Forest in the year 1521 SA. Uh, Lily, it says Lily was born in room 201. With that nat 20, you also find a small slip of paper that was very easy to miss. That says that, it, it has a note on it, that essentially states that the, <clears throat> there was an, uh, that... The room 201 is no longer in the maternity ward. The maternity ward moved about seven years ago, and they updated all these records, it seemed, to, to show that. The maternity ward that she was born into is now the Magical Diseases and Curses ward, which is on the other side of the building. You would have gone the wrong way if you had chosen to go to the room 201 in the current maternity ward. Um... There is also a slip that says that an unnamed woman referred to as the Guardian was present at her birth as well. I don't like that. Interesting. Um, Mom, this paper here uh, says the room that you were born in, it's not part of the maternity wing anymore. It's for magical diseases and curses. And there was a, a woman named the Guardian there at your birth yeah that's weird yeah I, I guess maybe we can see if we can look in the room maybe maybe somebody can give us more information as to who the guardian yeah. is I guess we'll go back to the rest of the group uh, I'll, I'll ask the woman that we got the records cool. from do you return the records, by the way? Huh? Oh. Uh, uh about 
address oh, is. Oh, yeah. Okay. When we go back to the woman that we got the records from, uh, I'm gonna ask, uh, has there been someone named the Guardian that, uh, works here, or does that name ring a bell to you? No, never, never had anyone who went by the Guardian okay. working here. Not that mm. I know of. Thanks. Is there a reason why someone would want their identity kept and redacted as- well, Ma'am, I'm just the records keep- I'm just the records keeper. I would not know. I didn't start this job until two years ago, so I'm, I'm sorry. I don't have your information. All right. Do you know somebody who could give us more information? Maybe one of the maternity, more maybe one of the senior maternity doctors. Well, there wouldn't be any record of the doctor who birthed me, would there? Um. Yeah, she looks through your records. It goes. <coughs> uh, looks like it was um. A woman named Doctor Robles. She actually still works here. What do you know? She's the head doctor now. Okay. Okay. She's got an office in the maternity ward, um, which is uh, third floor, uh, northern wing. Are we allowed to visit the ward that's being used for magical diseases and curses? As long as you're careful and make sure not to go into any rooms that have infection stickers on them, like contagion stickers, you're good to go. Okay, thank you for helping as much as you could. I'm happy to help. Um, I'll turn to the group. And where do you guys... You go back to the group? Yeah. <clears throat> so we have a couple options. There's a doctor that still works here that was the doctor that birthed me. And there's um, a room that's now magical curses and... Uh, was it diseases? Yeah. Magical curses and diseases? That used to uh, be the ward. There's a ward that has magical curses and diseases. Yeah. It used to be a maternity ward, but now it's not. Well, I'll volunteer to go down to the magical diseases and curses area. Um, I don't. I don't really seem to get sick, so I'll. I'll go. Um, are you comfortable? Going by yourself and then meeting up, maybe back here. I mean, if anyone else wants to come, I don't. I don't want to risk Ren or Coco getting sick. Uh, you do know from um, the structure of the hospital and hospitals in general that if you are in the hallways or any non-marked rooms, it is impossible for you guys to get sick. Like this hospital is very sanitary, and you have magic that can take care of things like that <laughs> if it's minor. Only being in the room puts you at direct risk. Um, does anyone have any strong feelings? You're in a magical hospital. One or the other as to <clears throat> what might give us more information? I mean, we're a pretty big group of people. It might look a little bit less odd if we went in smaller groups and just met up. 
Okay. I'd, I'd like to go to the doctor. I'll go with you, Mom. I'll go with, um, Lola. Alright, yeah, I'll, I'll head out to this. I'll, uh, join you, Lily, if you don't mind. I'm currently sure. curled up on the floor in my towel. Lola. <laughs> like I'm wrapped up in my towel like a little blanket. Uh, it's room 201. Passed out on the floor. By the way. Yeah. Room 201. Alright. Yeah. Um, Ren, who do you want to go with? Uh, it's alright. You can. I'll come with you. Alright. I want to see some infectious diseases. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Maybe I'll still get. So you all just out. gonna leave Coco Who on the floor. Who's in the doctor group? I'm going. Yeah, to I'm picking Coco. Coco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's going in the doctor group? That is Lily, uh, and Bo and uh, Adira. Cool. So you guys head. <laughs> cool. So you three head to the doctor ward and uh, the maternity ward. You eventually hit, reach uh, Doctor Robles's office. Um, it is dark inside. There's a small one of those door windows. It is dark inside. Hello. Is there like a? Uh, you hear a voice. You hear a voice from <clears throat> off to your right. Go. Uh, she's very busy today. I don't know if she's gonna be in there at all. Do you? You turn and you see this tall, striking woman in a doctor's coat, and she puts out a hand and goes, "Hi, Doctor Quinta Rubles." Uh, Lily Burke. Nice to meet you, Lily. Uh, can I help you with something? I'm sorry, I'm very busy today. We got a lot of births today, but can I help you with something? I was born here about 29 years ago, and I just found my birth certificate that my mom hid in a table in a tea shop and I don't know why and I would like to talk to the doctor that um, was there for my birth to see if there's just anything weird or like I don't know do you know who the doctor for your birth was yes it was you and I what was <laughs> what was it's, the doctor it's her. Name again? It's Dr. it was Rubles. me it was me. Um, I'm, not, I'm not lying. It's her. Right. Yeah. I'm Wait, was it? So sorry. I. Yeah. And she goes. She goes. It was me. I, I am so sorry. I. If that was 29 years ago, I barely remember it. I am sorry. I have birthed thousands upon thousands of babies since. I do apologize. I. Does have very little memory. I'm. Does the name? I, I guess. <clears throat> I can give you a little advice. Um. You're, mm, you would have been born in our current magical diseases ward. This is not the same ward. At the time, this was, at the time, this was non-magical uh, injuries and ailments. We know. Do you know who the guardian is? Um, did you, do you happen right. to remember Araya Burke? I can't say I do, but the guardian does sound a little familiar. I don't remember much, maybe. I just I remember there being one birth, it might have been yours, where there was some woman, she was... It was not yet daylight. It was the morning. It was the early morning. It was not even, like, daylight yet. 
there was this very beautiful, tall, blonde woman. Uh, these golden eyes, almost amber. And she was there too. She didn't seem to actually know the woman being birthed, uh, the woman giving birth directly. Didn't seem like they came together. <clears throat> but she wanted to be a part of it. Very beautiful woman. Very beautiful. Tall, blonde. Um, honestly, I like to think I'm pretty beautiful and she made me envious. Um, she just went by the Guardian. Well? It was not even daylight yet. It was still nighttime when this happened. Uh, so, I remember that. Hmm. I guess if that's all you have, then I'll leave that's you all be. I, I apologize. I'm sorry, I have to go. I have another birth, like, now. I'm just getting paged. Um, I gotta go. And she runs off, and she calls behind over her shoulder. It was really, really nice cool. to meet you, though. I don't say that to a lot of people, but you're And really... she turns the corner. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> cool. And uh, what uh, are you I guys was, doing? I want to say something to my mom I guess we'll... quick. Uh, hey, oh? mom. Uh, and Bo, you can hear this, too. Uh, look, I don't know what we're stumbling into. Uh, we're learning more about Grandma every day. Um, I don't... Look, Bo and Kai were, were looking for you, Rhea, for this. Who knows if there are other people also looking for you and or Rhea. So maybe we don't tell people that you found your birth certificate in a table in a tea shop. Maybe that's something we want to keep to ourselves. I I've read a lot of books and, you know, just, you know, it, it seems like things are expanding. Uh, and typically when that's happening, you might want to just keep that here. I mean, those are books. I mean, it is. It's still kind of strange that your birth certificate was. And there in a was a woman named the Guardian that was so. like unearthly beautiful at your birth, Mom. This doesn't seem very normal anymore. This seems like a book. So you know, I'm just going on on what I know. <laughs> Does anyone know like beautiful, like? women <laughs> I will tell you right now just Dean Dungeons and Dragons rule of thumb if the description of someone is that they're beautiful that's not much of a lead to go off of <laughs> I mean I have met somebody so, like... you might want to focus your efforts on other places until you can learn more <laughs> I mean I think we should go meet the others Let's do that. So you guys head off to go to the others. Meanwhile, the rest of you arrive in the magical uh, Curses and Diseases board. Most of the doors are closed. A good two-thirds of them have this logo slapped on them. You do, you do eventually find one door that um, is not... Like, the door's closed, but it doesn't have that... It has, like, a logo on it that seems to suggest that the patients are at dangerous levels 
of their curses, but it's not contagious at all, it seems. Um, so it seems safe to go into. You can also look through the window. The lights are off, but the partitions aren't closed. So you can see that the three patients in those... There are four beds with three patients in them. They're all asleep. And it's room 201, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Ooh. I mean, it's just, this is the room, so... Alright, now we're gonna go... We're gonna be very quiet. People need their rest, alright? Okay. So you guys enter the room... Um, you find that the room is designed with four beds, each in their own section with their own partitions. Uh, there's a window on the far wall. It looks like this is like the 16th or 17th or 18th floor of the building you're in. Um, cause there's a lot of different, uh, things. 201 is like the second floor of this ward specifically. Um, the windows are bolted shut and have a thick plexiglass to them. Uh, there's also bars on the outside of the window. It seems like they have might have maybe have problems with this height and people that are like so far gone that they're like anyway um there's also a number uh there's also in the room a larger it's a larger room there's more beds there are some small rooms that you passed in through the windows there this is a larger one and there's a white tile floor with like green and white tiles light blue painted walls and there is a door with one of those long thin windows that you just walked through as you enter, three of the four beds have patients, and these are the two closer to the door and one of the further beds. No, two of the further beds and one of the closer beds, my bad. You see that the patient closest to the door is covered in like this sickly yellow rash that seems to be covering most of the body, stopping at the top of the neck. Um, there are other patients too with like sickly green skin that looks somewhat decayed, and all of them are asleep. As you look around uh, for answers, I need you all to make uh, investigation checks. I'm still oh, passed out. I just threw that. Oh, <laughs> yes, Coco is still asleep. Um. I'm gonna use my luck to re-roll because I was shit. <laughs> Nine. That was even worse. Um, Nine. What did you okay. roll? Um. 13? 13, yeah. Got a 19. Cool. And Lola. Awesome. So it takes you guys a while to search this room. There's a lot of cabinets, a lot of beds, curtains, the bathroom in this room, everything. It takes you guys a while to search this room. Um, you're looking and looking, making your way through the room. It takes you a good, like, 15 minutes to search this room to no avail until finally... Lola, you step near uh, the window, near one of the furthest beds, and you hear a creak as you step on a tile. And as you look down, you see it's kind of wobbling loosely under your foot. I let out a big old monkey fart. <laughs> Fortunately for you, Lola, none of the bodies stir. This seems a little odd that I guess we're not really in normalcy anymore. I lean down to see if I can readjust the tile, maybe take it off the ground. So you are able to lift up this tile no problem, slip it aside, and underneath the tile you find a little like space and as you bend down to look at it, that is when Bo, Lily, and Adira arrive in the room. You guys arrive at the door to the room. Um... 
and make your way to the group that is on the far end. Uh, and you guys see Lola going through this process. Lola, you <clears throat> pick out a small box, no bigger than your fist, from, within, from, from under the tile. It's a plain wooden box. Um, and as you take it out, there's no engraving on it, just a small latch. I'm gonna... I'm gonna take a step, a few steps away from the current patient to make sure I'm... I've put at least 15 feet between me and them. Um, I don't really know why, but I'm putting space between me and the people that are sick. Um, and then I'll turn to them, uh, or turn away from them and open the box. Turn away from the group or towards the group? Away from the sleeping sick people. Okay. So you open the box and based on the way you turn, the group can see it. Inside you find two things. The first is a tiny slip of paper, and all it says on the paper is R-B, and then underneath a heart, and it says L-I-B. Um, <clears throat> the other thing you find in the box is a sunshine yellow colored amulet on a chain. It seems to have a faint magical energy to it. Anyone who wants to make a, an arcana check can. Mm -hmm. Hey, I got a 21. Got a 12. I got a 21 as well. What did um, Bo get? 21. And what did Kai get? 12. Cool. What did Ren get? 18. So this item, even if people roll the same, is going to be responded to differently by different people, depending on your experiences. Um, Ren and... Okay, Lola, you can't quite tell what it is. Did Lily roll? Oh, shoot. I did also roll. I don't know if that... What is this? Uh, Arcana. Oh. Yeah, uh, I got yours. Don't worry. Uh, Ten. Cool. Um... Uh, <clears throat> Lily and Lola, you guys can't quite tell what it is. Ren and Adira, you can sense that this magic that is on this pen, this pendant, definitely is a newer type of magic. Something that has been around more recently than something that would have happened many years ago before the magic resurgence. Um, you know that it apparently only works with a certain type of magic user. There's, you don't know, you're not sure what it is, uh, but you know it'll work only with one type of magic user. No other types can use it. And it's, uh, and Adira, you can feel a sense that this, this amulet seems like it's almost tied to another one of some kind. On that 21 bow, you recognize this amulet immediately because you are wearing a similar one around your neck. You immediately realize that this is the Pendant of the Lunamancer, which you can only assume is tied to the Pendant of the Planomancer. Is, um, okay. I'm, I'm going to go up to it and, uh, you, well, you, mind, uh, you, mind? you also obviously know 
just to, just to giving a reminder, uh, just for anyone who might require it, you obviously know this, Bo. There are four new arcane arts, Chronomancy, Echomancy, Lunomancy, and Planomancy. Uh, Chronomancy and Echomancy, the study of time and space, are considered tied, and Lunomancy and Planomancy, the study of light and dimension, are considered to be tied. If this is the pendant of Lunomancy, study of light, there has to be a pendant of Planomancy somewhere that is tied to it. Uh, Lola, do you mind if I see that necklace real quick, or yeah, that amulet? Yeah, sure. sure. I mean, here. Wait. <laughs> Wait, did I say Lily or Lola? I don't know. <laughs> no, I heard Lola. Oh, I thought I did. I wasn't sure. Um, That's my bad. Kai, you're not sure what it is, but it looks very familiar to you. Lily, I think... It, here, there's a note in the box. Oh. And it's RB. You see the note, Lily. L-I-B. In a heart, yeah, in a heart it says L-I-B, which, yeah. I'll put it in my pocket. Uh, Hopefully. Kai, take out your uh, amulet real quick. Okay, I'll just hold it up, because I wear it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's already out. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just... So now you guys can see in front of you. Uh, you have Kai's wearing the one with an emerald green gem. Uh, Bo, do you have yours out? No, I do not. No. Okay. Um, uh, Bo is holding the one with a, like, a sunshine yellow gem. Well, um, maybe, uh, this is a long shot, but maybe someone else has the final amulet maybe someone who knows something i i'm just the pawn here but i'd love to uh, theorize no about this more but maybe we can do so not in a room of sick people can we go now to begin so adira you say that and almost perfectly on cue you guys wow. start to hear a creaking sound coming from closer to the front of the room and as you guys turn you feel a chill, and you see a bo you see rising from the body with a yellow rash, this ghastly large all black shadow. It gets bigger and bigger with piercing yellow eyes, a very sickly yellow, not the same as the amulet at all. It stares deep into all of your souls. You can feel it. <clears throat> it's so chilling that Coco, even you instinctively, I wake, wake up, up with a fart. That's how chilling this is. <laughs> It, it, uh, this thing raises its arms wide and suddenly appears right in between you and the door, the, you as a group and the door, it is large, and it emits a horrifying screech, so loud, some of you can't help but cover your ears. And with that, its eyes glow bright, and it points forwards at all of you. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Oh gosh. And that is where we are ending our um, session. I just pooped myself. Just so you all know. Thanks for watching the episode. If you enjoyed what you saw, consider liking the video, comment and tell us what you thought. Maybe even share it with some of your friends and subscribe to our channel for more videos. If you want to stay up to date with Campaign Crusades, head over to our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter account using the links down below. Now, it's time for Coco to Cool Cause Some Chaos.